talking about weight loss and we're talking specifically about probably the best strategy there is to make that happen, which is changing the way that you feel about tempting foods. Okay. So this is something a lot of people don't think about. Typically when people want to lose weight, they know they need to change their eating and the way they try and make that happen. Oops. Uh, the, the way they try and make that happen is to fight against the foods that they know are unhealthy, right? So let's just take ice cream or cookies, for example. So, you know, you should stop eating them or eat less of them in order to lose weight. And so you try and use your willpower and you try and stop yourself from eating them. But notice what you're not doing is you're not decreasing the desire for those foods at all, typically, right? You're leaving the desire alone the desire where it's usually at, and then you're trying to use your willpower to fight against that desire. So the hypnotic approach to losing weight is to recognize those foods and decrease the desire for them. And right? so instead of using and relying solely on willpower to fight against the cravings for those foods, we subconsciously change the way that you think about these foods and the way you think about many other things in a way that decreases the desire and the cravings you have for these foods. And when you approach it this way, it makes it much, much easier. And so one of the easiest ways to decrease your desire for unhealthy foods is to practice feeling indifferent towards them, right? To literally manifest and cultivate and create a feeling of indifference in your body and your mind so that when you look at these foods, when you think about these foods, you can remain calm and indifferent to them. Take them or leave them, you know, that's the goal. Now, is it easy to do this? Well, it's easier than you probably think. And once you've achieved it, it's really worth it. Because again, instead of, if you think about how you approach weight loss, you always think you're gonna need a lot of energy, a lot of willpower to fight against the cravings, right? And the desire for the foods. But if that desire and the cravings start to subside and weaken, if they reduce by 50%, that's 50% less willpower you need to fight against them. And so it's much, much easier to get yourself to um, eat in, the, in a healthier way, you know, because I don't know, weight loss and eating is kind of two things going on at once. One is that you have to stop eating the unhealthy foods. And then just as we're looking to create a feeling of indifference for unhealthy foods, you simultaneously want to create uh, cravings, right? And desire for healthy foods, right? So it's kind of like this, this dual approach you want to take decrease unhealthy cravings, increase healthy cravings. And if you can make that all happen subconsciously so that it runs on autopilot, well, you're going to have a much easier time, right? <laughs> and, uh, you know, this whole approach really gets to a deeper concept of being more strategic and intelligent with your weight loss, right? Because to be honest, you know, I don't know you, I don't know what you're doing, but there's a very good chance that you're not being very strategic and you're probably not being that intelligent with your weight loss. Um, you're kind of like a caveman, just blunt forcing the process along, right? Where you're just trying to rely on this willpower and forcing yourself to eat in a new way, you know? Um, and so I think that that's really important. <laughs> Someone writes it all caps, those epic work stops the overeating. Um, yeah, you know, the, the Ozempic, right? The, the new, uh, the diabetes medicine that makes everyone you know, his cravings go away. We'll see, you know, we'll see where that ends up. Um, you know, it, it's, <laughs> there's always these miracle cures, you know, that end up not being so mir miraculous ultimately. Um, but the one thing that's tried and true more than anything else is changing the way that you think 
you know, changing the way that you behave, the way you live, transforming your body into a healthier, happier one, right? The most tried and true method for truly mastering your weight, all right? Um, so again, to get to that point, though, the more influence you have over the cravings and desire you feel for certain foods, well, the easier the process gets, you see? And so this is an approach that is unusual weight loss because, I mean, this is really kind of the culture anyways, where we tend to think about how can we treat the symptoms, you know? So you just assume that you're always going to have intense cravings for unhealthy foods. And so you assume that your weight loss is going to require you to have this iron willpower forever. But I would say that's probably a wrong assumption. You know, you can influence how you feel about the foods. You can influence how much desire and craving you feel for foods. So if that's the case, why wouldn't you use that approach, you know, as one more strategy to help you master your weight? <laughs> so I hope this is making sense because you may not even think about it. Maybe you don't realize you can influence your cravings. I don't know. You know, um, I know people rarely do it you know, and they don't even think about it. Again, it's just the weight loss approach is just this blunt force willpower against yourself strategy. You know, they pretty much summarize like everyone's weight loss approach. <laughs> hey, thanks for the rose. Um, it's crazy to me. I, I just don't understand it. And I don't understand it because it's so ineffective. You know, it'd be one thing if everyone was losing weight by doing it this way. You know, if everyone was using willpower to fight against themselves and, and force themselves to eat different and it worked, well, then I, I get it, right? Everyone should do that, but it never works. You've done it a million times. You try to force yourself to eat better. It doesn't work, right? Why do you keep doing it? Probably because you don't know there's any other way. You know, that's why I do these lives all the time. That's why I make these videos for free. Um, that's why I make, I got a, I just put a session up so you can go to my bio and uh, you can go, I, I'm giving you a custom weight loss hypnosis session so you can experience what I'm talking about for free. You know, just put your name and email address to answer a couple questions. Then you have a, a hypnosis session that you can use and you'll get to experience exactly what I'm talking about. But this idea about losing weight, that you're just going to use this willpower to fight against it is crazy. Hey, look at that, right? That's awesome. I'll take a screenshot of that. So this person says, I lost... Oh, get out of the way picture. Dude, I easily lost 15 pounds in the past six weeks on your videos, just eating healthy. Hey, can you imagine that, right? So how did this person eat healthy? That, that's what I'm trying to say. That's what the whole purpose of this live's about is the idea of cultivating indifference for unhealthy foods, cultivating cravings and desire for healthy foods. So how is this happening? I mean, how are people watching just my videos and losing weight? Because the words I'm saying are impacting your subconscious mind and they're causing you to eat different, act different. It ain't rocket science, you know? So you say, I'm no rocket scientist, you know? It's just paying attention. It's um, focusing, I would say, you know, I focus on an area of weight loss that very few do, which is, um, well, that's a great one. Yeah. So this person says, instead of asking what I want to eat, I ask what my body needs. Yeah. So that's a hypnotic suggestion. Hypnosis is not this goofy thing where you turn into a half a zombie or you start clucking like chickens where someone has all this control over you. Hypnos hypnosis is a completely natural thing that you have gone in and out of your entire life every single day of your life. And so it's just the ability to influence your subconscious mind. And that's a wonderful question to ask. You know, instead of saying, what do I want to eat? What does my body need? That's beautiful. 
put that as one of the core weight loss mantras. That's a good one. That's a great one. Um, and so that, that's how I help people. You know, it's like you influence their subconscious mind based on how they think kind of on autopilot, you know? So that's a great example. Like that's a great mantra to ask. And so you begin asking that question when you're about to make a food decision. Well, by asking that question specifically, you kind of program your mind to come up with a different answer. And so you've always been asking a question when it comes time to decide what you're going to eat, but it's usually, what do I want to eat? But what do you want to eat is the thing that's going to taste the best. It's probably the most unhealthy, you know, we're at this point, geez, with the foods where it's like, you know, it's not even technically food anymore. You know, it's just, it's, it's just meant for entertainment. You know, it's like this, this category, it shouldn't be classified as food. You know, some people call it food stuff. Um, it's just, it, it's a version of food, I guess, because you put it in your mouth and you chew it and you swallow it. So in that sense, it's food. But in a lot of ways, it's uh, much more like a drug, you know, that it's meant to create this experience in us, this emotion, this feeling, you know? And so if you don't kind of take a step back and reflect on how you're making your food choices and you just keep going on autopilot, you'll quickly realize that the food, the questions you're asking were put there by the food industry. <laughs> and you're asking questions like, well, what, what should I eat? Which really means what tastes the best? What do I want to eat? What's going to give me the most fun experience of eating it? Well, if you ask that question in life in other areas, you're going to be in trouble, right? <laughs> if you're laying in bed and it's time to go to work and you say, what would feel best right now? Well, staying in and sleeping is going to feel best. <laughs> so you'll probably just lay there and go back to sleep and not go to work, right? If you're in a relationship and you know you find yourself in a situation with another person who you like and is attractive, you say, well, what would feel best right now? Well, you might be in trouble in your relationship. <laughs> and then the list goes on. It's literally everything in your life. If you just if you just orient to the instant pleasure you get out of something, as opposed to the consequence that lurks on the other side of it, you're going to have a much different life, you know, um, depending on which one you choose. And so when it comes to the food, I'm so glad you wrote this. I mean, this is literally right, right, exactly what we're talking about here today. The idea of feeling indifference for foods, you know, for healthy foods. So how do you do that? You know, it, it comes to how you're thinking about the foods. You got to get out of the idea that some, so listen, physically hyper palatable foods is how we'll describe them. Okay unnatural hyperpalatable foods. And I call them food drugs in the sense because, you know, like, like even cocaine, if you just chew on a coca leaf, it's not the experience of snorting cocaine and snorting cocaine is not the experience of smoking cocaine. So what, what the difference is along that path is how concentrated it is, how quickly it's absorbed into your body. Okay. And so when you look at the foods that we're surrounded by now, these are very, very processed, concentrated foods that are really designed to be absorbed into our body very quickly and they cause a glucose spike and it causes us to feel a little bit of a rush. And then there's all the sensory aspects of it, you know, that, that are appeal to our, our caveman mind. And, um, it overwhelms us. It overwhelms our ability to choose healthy foods, right? This is why you're struggling with your weight because you're struggling to eat the right foods consistently and you're struggling to eat the right foods consistently because you're making your food decisions based on taste, pleasure, enjoyment. And so I'm not saying you can't make food decisions based on that. You can, but you just got to make less of them based on that. And you need to balance it out with food decisions based on what is going to nourish your body. 
right? <laughs> what is going to give you the best quality of life, you know? And just bouncing from pleasure to pleasure to pleasure is not usually the path to have the best quality of life, is it? Right? I mean, it's just doing what feels good in the moment consistently and just kind of be bobbing from the most pleasure to most pleasure to most pleasure. Where, where does that lead you to? Okay. So when it comes to food, though, you know, it's like that's kind of how we're thinking, but it's because we're surrounded by it, you know? And so we habituate to it because we're constantly surrounded by these, you know, unhealthy foods. Look at that. Another one. I stopped calling it my diet, but nutrition. You've been listening, right? So this person's just been listening to my free stuff. And it's like, it ain't rocket science. And it's not some weird hypnosis trance you go into. It's just thinking differently and thinking differently on a subconscious level. So you do it automatically without having to think about it. Right. So I always say the goal that you really want to achieve is not to lose weight. What you want to do is return to your goal weight and live there for the rest of your life on near autopilot. It's a much better goal. And that goal orients you to a different process, a process that uh, is more sustainable, more enjoyable, um, gets you the results you really want and the, the results in the system that's going to work for you. You know, so that's great. That's so great. It's inspiring. You know, 15 pounds is a lot of weight. That's great. But, you know, when you're losing weight, too, another thing you should take into account is that it's not just about the weight loss and how fast you lose it. I know you can't believe this, right? How could there be anything else as important as that? But what you also want to take into account is how easy is it for you to do? How enjoyable is it? How, um, you know, long do you feel like you could sustain it for? You know, because most people I work with, it's like you get to the point where it's like you can't even get yourself started on another diet, right? The, the idea of losing weight just seems like horrible to you right? Think about that. I mean, people approach weight loss like someone's got a gun to their head, right? This, this experience of becoming the best, healthiest, most vibrant, happiest version of you, right? That experience has been framed as being this miserable, depriving, hard, sucky, boring experience. How can it be? You know, well, it can be because we got a, a billion dollar food industry that's constantly pumping this trash into our brains. Like, so if you think you can't be hypnotized, you're completely wrong. And you're being hypnotized all the time through every single commercial you see. Every single food ad you see is a hypnosis session to get you to think in a way that gets you addicted to food that doesn't serve you. You know, foods that make you unhealthy, overweight, unhappy. I don't know. But you think it's normal because you've been hypnotized. You're literally being hypnotized. You're, you know, I, I've given you a free hypnosis session to lose weight, but you're watching, geez, let's say you watch TV for three hours, network TV. You're probably going to have, I don't know, what, each hour is 20 minutes of ads, right? Each ad's 30 seconds or so. You know, half the ads are food ads. <laughs> and so it's like, I mean, you might be exposed to 20, 30 minute hypnosis, you know, 20 to 30 minutes of hypnosis, getting you to overeat every single night. You know, how do I get a one-on-one -on -one to try hypnosis? I will do you one better. You can go right now in my bio or in the description here, you can click on that link and uh, I'll ask you a couple questions and I'll give you a hypnosis session, a custom hypnosis session for you to lose weight. There you go. Try it out. You know, um, now that's just a taste of it. You know, I think my, my experience is that hypnosis sessions, 
like like because typically right say you go see a hypnotist even it's like you go see him for a couple yeah great charlie's my charlie's is that your name it's a pretty name um i was thinking charlie's is with a z is that because of charlie's throne probably right yeah go check that session out though but um Again, the way hypnosis sessions work. So let me clarify this because you may have gone to a hypnotist. You may know someone who went to a hypnotist didn't work. I'm a big believer that hypnosis is kind of like the, the fish thing um, where it's like, you know, that the saying like give a person a fish, feed them for a day, teach a person to fish, feed them for a lifetime. Well, I think the same thing is true with hypnosis and, and mastering your weight um, where it's like if you just expect someone to hypnotize you and it's going to change everything, probably not, probably not. And the truth is that you, the, the one thing I've seen work over and over is that you need to learn how to hypnotize yourself, you know, which doesn't mean you're putting yourself in some weird trance. It just means you know how to influence your subconscious mind uh, in a strategic way. Okay. And so if you can do that, then you really can master your weight. Okay. But the problem with just listening to hypnosis sessions, it'll, it'll give you an initial boost and you'll get to experience the process of programming your subconscious mind. But then there's the ongoing process of getting your, you know, dealing with things. Cause like I said, literally, if you watch TV tonight for three hours, you're probably going to be exposed to 20 to 30 minutes of hypnosis, getting you to overeat. Right. And, um, so someone said, I've been watching your videos on hypnosis for weight loss the last couple of days. Great. Cool. Then expect something good, right? <laughs> Someone was just out here. They just said they lost 15 pounds watching these videos, the free ones, you know? And that's my goal. My mission in life is to um, help as many people as possible live at their goal weight. You know, my father died at 54 of a heart attack. So for me, this is really important stuff. I, I want you to look good in your bathing suit too. Sure. But it's way more important to me that you're alive for your family, alive for the people that you love and um, get to live the longest, happiest life possible. So you know, that's kind of my story. I, I've been doing, I've been working professionally as a hypnotist coach, helping people. I'm really focusing on weight. My story started 30 years ago, personally. And for the last 20 years, professionally, I've been helping people lose weight. So I created a program called program yourself then. Um, and I've been doing a lot of private coaching the last couple of years. And so, you know, I really kind of reflected and redid things in the fall. And I was like, I, I like doing the sessions, the private sessions, but I need to get the message out there more. So it kind of reorganized things. And now I do these lives all the time, you know, just give them for free. I got a podcast called program yourself, then make all these videos, just put them up there. Just get the word out. <laughs> dieting, dieting sucks. Doesn't work. <laughs> and I got to say it every day. You know what I mean? So day by day, you know, get the word out there. So it's cool when you people are using this stuff and getting results, you know, that, that moves the process forward, um, which is cool. And, and by the way, another thing too, if you ever want a private one-on-one -on -one, me coaching you session. Um, you can email and let me know now it, it'll be videotaped and we will put it up. This is one of the things I'm working on right now. Cause I think if you get to see me coach a person, it's very compelling and it's very instructive because you'll see, I mean, it's a completely different way of approaching it than you're thinking intuitively. And, um, that's what leads to getting better results. Okay. But if you're interested in that, shoot me an email and we'll set something up again. It'll be videotaped. It'll be out there in the world. But if you're that type of person who doesn't care, cool. And, um, if, if any personal stuff comes up, you don't want in there, we can cut that out. But, um, you know, the understanding is that you'll let me, let me use those things. Someone says my mom, when I was young, she would do biofeedback, some kind of listening skill and it worked for her. Yeah. Biofeedback. Okay. So it's, it's a similar thing where, you know, it's basically, it's just, it's a technique to 
calm yourself down to activate your parasympathetic nervous system, right? So you have two nervous systems. You have your sympathetic nervous system, which is your fight, flight, or freeze response. And you have your parasympathetic nervous system, which is your rest and digest one. And um, in the modern world, we really have an overactivated sympathetic nervous system, right? So it's just, it's a crazy trick of the world, I guess, that we we're way safer, you know, than we've ever been. We're not really in life or death danger, but our mind interprets a lot of modern things as if we were. And so a lot of us have these overactivated uh, sympathetic nervous systems, which um, absolutely drives you towards overeating and, and having weight issues, you know, for, for a number of reasons, biochemical ones. Um, but more importantly, I believe is, is mental ones, you know, which, which nervous systems activated directly impacts your quality of thought. And so, um, activating your parasympathetic nervous system is a very, very useful, uh, way to lose weight. And it's very enjoyable and comfortable. Okay. And that's what hypnosis does. So yeah, this biofeedback, meditation, hypnosis, um, these are things that allow you to bring your attention inwards and to calm things down. Right. So even right now, if you pay attention to your body and you relax your shoulders, you probably realize they were tighter and tenser than you realized. Relaxing your chest, relaxing your stomach, relaxing your face muscles. And then if you really want to bring it home, you close your eyes. You know, you close your eyes while you stay awake. Oh man, this is the stuff right here because most of your brain is dedicated to visual stimuli, right? So as soon as you close your eyes while you're awake, it frees up so much mental energy. And so when you take that mental energy and you keep it focused on keeping your stomach relaxed, your chest relaxed, your shoulders relaxed, and you breathe more fully, more deeply, then what happens is you start to become aware of the thoughts you're having, the way you feel. And very quickly, you start to feel more calm and relaxed. It's so much easier to activate your parasympathetic nervous system when your eyes are closed because it frees up so much awareness, you know? Once you close those eyes and you're awake, you can realize very quickly if your shoulders are tense or if your stomach's tense, you know? And so it's making that into a process that you do regularly, you know, where that becomes a normal state for you to, and it doesn't have to be a lot of time. That's the interesting thing, you know? You could take a minute or two a day, uh, literally a minute or two, you know? I my eyes closed there for a minute or so. It's such a transformative experience. It doesn't, and we're Americans, so we have to take everything too far. But it's like if you want to meditate, it's like you don't have to meditate for 20 minutes, a half hour, hour, you know, it, it has benefits to it. You know, there's benefits to doing that. But what's really valuable is the first minute. That's the most valuable minute out of all of them, right? And so if you can start to like shrink down what your expectations are, right? And the program we call this reduced to the ridiculous. You know, instead of thinking you got to meditate 20 minutes every day and that feels overwhelming, you know. You just focus on something easy to do and you work on becoming consistent with it and experiencing that. So yeah, biofeedback is, uh, is great because again, what it does is it turns your attention inwards so that you can, um, so that you can influence yourself more, you know, because, you know, usually the way we are, everything's oriented externally, you know, we're all focused externally and especially with weight loss, right? I mean, geez, it's, it's crazy to me, but even weight loss, it's like 
people just focus on the external part, right? I just got to eat different, you know? And this is outside in approach where you got to force yourself to eat different. And uh, that's what's going to change you on the inside, you know? But for those of you that have lost weight and put it back on, how much did the weight loss change on the inside? <laughs> you know, a lot of people, they, they do the weight loss problems and they hate it. You know, they, they hate it from the first day and they just try and force themselves to do it. And uh, it tends not to work very well. So the alternative, again, is this inward focus, you know, this inside out approach to weight mastery, where you start focusing on how you're thinking, how you're feeling, you know, um, and you start making changes there. And so, again, it's a more strategic approach, a holistic approach. So it's not just you forcing yourself to eat different, you know, and that's what we're talking about here. The idea of feeling more indifference for the unhealthy foods, you know, you can feel more indifference for food. You can influence how you feel a ton. That's why every food ad, that's why we have food ads, right? Think about that. Every food ads, a hypnosis session, trying to get you to increase your desire for their food, to associate more pleasure and joy to the food, you know, and, um, guess what? It works. You know, so you can do the opposite though. You know, you can minimize your reaction to these foods. You can feel common and different to ice cream and cookies, which is a nice place to be because it doesn't mean you can never eat them again. It just means when you feel more indifferent and calm, you can make better choices for how often you eat them. You know, that's the real secret. And so once you can be more calm and relaxed and more, feel more indifferent to foods, then you can start to make more logical, rational decisions. And uh, the weight loss becomes a lot easier. <laughs> so uh, I don't know. It just seems so obvious to me, but it's like I talk about this stuff all the time because it's not obvious to most. You know, it's kind of a different way to approach it. But yeah, if you guys have any questions, you know, feel free to ask them. You know, I'd be happy to answer them. If you're struggling with anything or want to know anything, you know, I'd be happy to, to help out with those answers, you know, because uh, I can almost guarantee you that the things you're struggling with there are solutions to those questions and struggles um, that you just don't think about them because you're kind of trapped in a weight loss mindset. You know, literally the diets you got, you're trapped in this diet thinking, you know, so that it's very difficult for you to separate even weight loss from diets, right? How would you lose weight if you weren't going to diet? That's how complete the programming is, you know, but it is this programming, the way you think about dieting and weight loss, and the way you think about weight loss in this diet-oriented way is keeping you stuck. It keeps you trapped in, in so many ways. So the real secret is to start changing the way you think, you know? And that makes weight loss much more enjoyable and comfortable, you know? It's funny. I just did a call before I got on this, and it was a, a coaching call with, with my group. And um, one of the women has lost seven pounds, and, uh, but she goes, I don't know how the hell it's happening. <laughs> you know, she's like, she's like, I don't know how it's happening because, uh, it's, I'm not really changing much. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not struggling with the food and all the rest of it. Now what she's doing is she's drinking more water. She's been sleeping more, um, I've oriented her to thinking more in terms of health. Right. But then spontaneously, naturally, she tends to choose better, healthier foods. Right. So it's, um, it's, it's really important. You know, someone says, I'm, I'm very thankful I found you on TikTok. I've been struggling with yo-yo dieting for 45 years. Good Lord. All right, Rosie. Um, I'm assuming it's Rosie, unless it's Norm. Uh, 
Yeah, that's what I mean. You know, and that, that's the point I was trying to make that, that think about this. I mean, you could be dieting for 45 years and you know just as little now about how to lose weight as you did before you started your first diet. You see? So you got to understand like the diets, the diets are primarily run by the food companies. You know what I mean, do you know this? Do you know that Weight Watchers was owned by Heinz? That Jenny Craig was owned by Nestle? That uh, the company that owns Atkins Food Products is the same company that owns Annie Ann's Pretzels and uh, Cinnabon? You know, so these are not companies that necessarily want you to stop eating unhealthy foods. They're companies that want you to restrict your calories extremely for a little while because they know when you do that, you end up eating more calories ultimately. So, um, yeah, you got to get off that dieting, the dieting track. What do you do instead? You know, that's the question. And so what you do is you start to focus on becoming healthier, happier, you know, the nuts and bolts of becoming the person you want to be. So it's not just an orientation towards um, losing weight and looking different. It's more about the sense of peacefulness that comes from having your weight and your health under control. Um, the feeling of mastery that comes from living a healthy lifestyle that really nourishes you mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, if that's your thing, you know. But it becomes this entire process of improving yourself. You know, I always tell people it's like you want to take your weight loss and wrap it in personal development. You know, that's the real secret to getting the results you want because I don't know, losing weight a lot of times it's not motivating enough. You know, so you've been struggling with weight loss for 45 years. You wanted to lose weight all of those 45 years. You know, so why hasn't it happened? You know, and I think it's because the diets don't give you a full plan, they're, they're an inadequate plan. They tell you what to do and never show you how to get yourself to do it. And so here you are 45 years later and it's like you haven't learned, you know, if you're going to change your behavior, don't you think it would help to understand your mind, how you think, understand habits, understand some neuroscience. Someone says, tomorrow I'm starting week four of PYT. I'm exercising at last. I'm eating real food. So grateful. All right, Lulu. Yeah. <laughs> right. I love that name too. Lulu at peace. Now you can really be at peace. Right. Because, again, there's this sense of of control, a sense of uh, of knowing, you know, I think that's what's missing from most diets is this idea that I was just talking about this, that, you know, when you do a diet, it's like you're so um, what's the word? I'm just playing my mind. It's an S word. Superstitious. You're so stupid, superstitious with the diets, because most people it's like you don't even know how to motivate yourself. Right. And so you're just at the, at the whim of like these spontaneous experiences that get you motivated. And usually they're negative. Like you just step on the scale, you see your picture, the clothes don't fit. Uh, you know, you go to the doctor, someone says something to you and also you get so upset, you know, you say, ah, I got to start a plan. And it's like, you can do it for a little while. And then that motivation just fades away, you know, but it's, so it's like you end up this place. If you've been doing this for 45 years, you have no real idea of how to motivate yourself in a genuine way. You know, you have no idea of kind of the nuts and bolts, the inner workings of what is driving your behavior in the first place, you know, and if you don't have any sense of what that is, how can you ever change it, you know, and so you can go through 45 years of dieting with no understanding what's under the hood of, of your skull here, <laughs> how do you influence it, you know, if you don't know that you have a conscious and a subconscious mind, if you don't know that you're primarily a subconscious being, then how the hell are you ever going to change? Right. Because what are you going to try and do? You think you're just this purely conscious creature 
who wants to lose weight. So you're going to force yourself to eat different. You think you're going to just start changing all of your eating tomorrow. And it's just, it hasn't worked and it's probably not going to work. Um, and yet, you know, because you don't know any other way, you keep trying the same thing. Um, Lou, that's great, right? Eating real foods, right? So awesome. Exercising at last, eating real foods, right? Good job. That's awesome. So uh, that's what it's all about, you know? And let me guess, right? It hasn't been too hard, right? It's been almost like automatic because that's usually how it feels. I mean, you're still, you, you know, you're still using willpower. You're still working with yourself to get yourself to do things. But the difference is that you're doing things more strategically, you know? So let me, let me back up. Let me, let me kind of put it this way. If you think of a diet, I got a video coming on YouTube that where I go into this a little more in depth, but it's like, if you think about a diet in one way, and I want to explain this to you so you can see right now, I want to give you the glasses that allow you to see like x-ray glasses. So you can see through the diets and realize they're not going to work for you because the diets are very tricky in the sense that what they're always doing is they're always building them around like one concept. So it'd be like, okay, don't eat carbs. Uh, don't eat for 12 hours at a time. Uh, don't eat, you know, whatever fat, wh whatever. It doesn't matter what, what the, the thing is. Usually a diet is like one thing, just do this one thing. Now that one thing can be minimized. I'll just don't eat carbs. Well, that sounds easy because it's all oh, just stop eating carbs. But the reality of not eating carbs is a, is a much different experience than, than it sounds. Um, but what, what you can see with the diets is that they're always telling you one thing to do. They're always telling you what to do, but never showing you how to get yourself to do it. Right. And so you're left trying to figure it out yourself, but you're not really figuring it out. You're basically just using willpower. You know, you're forcing yourself to, uh, you know, follow this plan and you're using your willpower to make yourself do it. And that's the process of dieting. You need to see it that way. It's less about the philosophy of what they're telling you, you know, like the nutritional kind of concept of it. And it's more about for you to see through the diet is that Anytime your weight loss plan is them giving you a plan or you getting a plan and then you just have to follow it, that's when you should start to be weary, okay? Because it's that just forcing yourself to follow it that's the problem. Yeah, it gets to the core of it. The problem with the with your weight loss is that you don't know how to stick with it, you know? You don't know how to be consistent with it. And that's because, you again, you don't know what's under the hood here. You know, if you don't know how your mind operates then how can you be strategic? You know, how can you work with yourself to get yourself the results you want? You know, you can't. So it's important that you recognize what's under the hood. Then you can work with it, you know, and then you can get yourself doing the right things. And then even more importantly, when you do the wrong things, you can understand why and you can fix those. Imagine, imagine that. Um, but that's how it can be, you know, and it becomes a much different process. Yeah. Diet, the diet process is broken from the start. You know, and if you've been trying to diet for decades or 45 years, um, it's just super broken for you. You know, it's just not working. So, you know, there is another way, though. That's why I get out here and do these, because it's uh, a lot of people tend to think that dieting is the only way to lose weight. And if you've tried dieting, and it hasn't worked. I think it's natural to create a belief that there's something wrong with you. You start thinking I'm the problem, you know, but that's not true. You know, the problem is that you got shitty strategy the diet strategy don't work, you know? So I think it's important to recognize that because then you can change that up. You know, you can start down a different path. You can do a new strategy and uh, that can get you all the difference in the world, you know? So, yeah. So 
you have any questions, you know, feel free to ask them. I'll be heading out now. You coach, coach basketball, coach my son in basketball. It's pretty fun. Although it's a little late, a little later than I want it to be. Well, that's okay. But yeah, any questions you have before I hop out of here? A little tired too. Just did an office hours coaching with my, my group. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's amazing, man. You never get sick of it. You know, you never get sick of people. Um, so I say, hey, Jim, what are your other channels called? Uh, yeah, you can go to uh, YouTube, Jim Katsoulis. Uh, my podcast is Program Yourself Then, right? Um, if you're if you're on here now, I just put up today. If you want to go, my, my bio, there's a free hypnosis session I give you, you know? Uh, you can go check that out. That's pretty fun. And uh, then once you do that too, you know, I, I email stuff all the time. So it's like every day, you know, once you opt in for that, uh, that hypnosis session uh, every day, I give you some, I send you an email with, with kind of coaching and motivational emails, you know? Um, Cause yeah, like I said, my, my goal here is to get as many people as possible living at their goal weight. <laughs> and you know, it's easier than to think, you know what I mean? It, it's, I know that sounds crazy, but I, I'm always a big fan of like, like what I teach is weight mastery, right? So that, that, that people don't think in that term much, but as opposed to weight loss, you know, weight loss is short term. And because it's short term, it's a lot harder because you're trying to do these extreme things to get really fast results. Right. And so it's very difficult to get yourself the motivation, the build up to do that. And it's very difficult to maintain that. Um, and so the alternative of weight mastery is a much more normal, rational, practical, intelligent approach to dealing with your weight. You know, and it's not this overcorrection. It's not this like winging it process that most people do with the diets. You know, it's a strategic structured system for programming yourself thin <laughs> by starting with how you think, you know, then transitioning to how you live and then ultimately ending with how you eat and creating blueprints and structures that are built around who you are as a human being. You know, <laughs> imagine, I don't know why what I'm saying about weight loss is like so unusual. You know, that's the part that freaks me out. Is like, why isn't everyone working on creating their own weight loss meal plan, their own strategic way to eat so that they can live at their goal weight? You know, why is that a weird concept? <laughs> you know, it's weird. I mean, it's like 70% of the American population is overweight or obese, you know? So it's like, it's a lot of people. And so I don't know how we could be 50 years into the diet and culture and not have any forward progress or momentum. Isn't that crazy? You know, it's nuts. I think about this sometime. I don't know if it's possible. Um, thank you. Love hearing your take on health. No, I appreciate that. Yeah. I try and give you an alternate point of view, you know, because uh, as I said, it's easier when you change the way you're thinking about it. That's the fastest way to change the whole process, right? You're looking for like another plan. You know, you're, you're like, you're in the same paradigm. Like you think about weight loss the same way you always do. And within that way of thinking that you're looking for, you're looking for diets within that way of thinking about it. You see, that's how you can be at this for 45 years and not get any, any results or changes because 45 years later, you're the exact same mindset of how you think about weight. And so the fastest way to change things quickly and get amazing results is to change the way you're thinking about weight. You see, not to look for another diet, not to think within the same system and just look for another diet within that system, but to change the way you think about it completely. <laughs> and you know, you're on the right path when you're like, oh, diet, that sounds stupid as hell. 
a diet seems ridiculous. Like, oh, no wonder that doesn't work. Oh, you know what I mean? You can identify exactly why a diet wouldn't work. You know, if I was a person and I wanted someone to feel like they were going to lose weight, but not actually lose weight, I would structure it just like a diet. I would have them focus on foods that they were going to stop eating completely. And uh, I would highlight those foods and I would make them think about those foods a lot. I would remind them that, that as long as you're going to lose weight, you can't eat those foods at all. Um, I'd make them think it was all or nothing, you know, get on the bandwagon. Let's see, try and lose weight. Let's see how you do. You know, <laughs> These are the things I would do. Um, I would say, you know, if you're not going to lose weight fast, what's the point? So let's get a plan together. That's going to make you lose weight the fastest. Let's cut down to a thousand calories a day. That, that ought to do it. You know, that's how I would structure things. If I wanted people to try and lose weight unsuccessfully and then end up eating more food, ultimately, that's exactly how I would do it. You know, because subconsciously, you know, again, if you don't know your subconscious mind, I don't know, I don't know how you're ever going to create any change. But anyways, your subconscious mind is not the same as your conscious mind. Your conscious mind is logical and rational. That's a part of your mind that knows you want to lose weight, knows what you should do, tries to get you to do it. It is your subconscious mind that doesn't give a shit about that and just keeps eating and, and acting the way it always has. And that's the part that's truly in control of your weight, you know, is uh, this subconscious part. And so the subconscious part of your mind is not logical and rational. If it was, you know, okay, so let's flip it around. You would, if you were a logical, rational creature, if you were just purely a conscious being who just did what was smart and what you knew you should do, you'd be like a robot. And in the beginning of the day, you could type in what you're going to eat all day. And then you would just eat it all. Right. And, um, you'd lose weight, no problem, but that's not what happens. You know, you know, you should eat and then you go to get yourself to try and do it. And then you can't do it. Some other party who compels you to eat the wrong food. So what's going on there? How do you describe that? How do you explain it? You know, how do you explain the fact that you want to lose weight so bad, but you can't stick with a plan long enough to make it happen. How's that happening? <laughs> do you know what I mean? I could be at this 40 years and have no sense of why this is happening. You know, so anyways, all right, good enough, everyone. I'm going to get out of here. Remember, if you want to go get that hypnosis session, you can hit my bio, click that link and uh, check it out. And I'll see you all soon. Bye.